Hebrews chapter 12. Now, if you've been here for the last, I think it's probably five Wednesday nights, we've been talking about the fruit of the Spirit. It's found in Galatians 5, 23. You'll see every one of them in there, there's nine of them. We have discussed love, we've discussed peace, we've discussed patience. patience. Last week we, we discussed kindness and goodness. Now remember, if you go back and review just real quick, the love of God, guys, I've got to get where, where, where I receive God's love. It's unconditional that God loves me. And that I'm able to love myself, and, and because of that, I can love other people. Once again, I can't give away what I don't have. So it's important that we not only receive the love of God, but even we like ourselves. We talked about the, the fruit of peace, that the peace of God will lead you. It'll guide you. Colossians 3.12. We talked about patience. The Bible says, let patience rule as the umpire of your heart, or even peace. And then he said there in, in uh, James 1, that, that patience must have its perfect work. Now, last week we talked about kindness and goodness. Kindness is revealed in my attitude and my heart. The goodness of God is revealed by my actions and my doing. Now, once again, every time that any of us get born again, guys, I believe God deposits the fruit of the Spirit within each one of us, but it's got to be developed. And so when, when you have that in you, you still got to grow it and mature it. Now, Kendra Brown was at prayer last night, and she was telling me one of her students at Lubbock Christian came to church here within the last couple of weeks, gave her heart to Jesus, and got born again. She said that this young lady had had the problem in her life that she had a real issue with anger. And she said that when I would get angry, it was not uncommon for me to just literally just cuss people out. Just She said she gets born again here in the last few weeks. She runs into a situation and she said, Miss Brown, she said, in my past, she said, I'd have cussed them out. She said, something happened that night. And she said, I didn't. She said, I didn't say anything. I believe the fruit of the Spirit was already at work in here, and it shows that when we get born again, that becomes deposited in you, but you still got it to grow it up. You still got to have those things developed in you. Now, just for a little bit here, think about this, that in our lives you may have great ability, but great ability without no maturity or no character, you're going to fall. I don't care who you are. You may be the greatest or the most gifted person, but without kingdom character and kingdom maturity in you, you're going to fall. That's why it's important to get the fruit of the Spirit rolling in your life and keep on and keep on. One of the worst things that can happen to any person is you have success before you're ready. Can that happen? Yeah. Yeah, and so this is important. Let us get, we, we understand this. Now tonight, we're going to look at one called faithful. Faithfulness. Faithfulness. Now, that's one of the fruit of the Spirit that's talked about or mentioned there in Galatians 5. And, and one of the characteristics of God in 1 John 1, 9 says God is faithful and God is just. And so that's part of what we need to talk about tonight, about faithfulness and, and, and just. But even the big thing is we become faithful in every area of our lives. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. Therefore... We also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. Now, what does that mean? Well, the, the cloud of witnesses that we're surrounded by is all the patriarchs 
that are already in heaven. Your family members that are already in heaven. The message says this, the pioneers and the veterans of faith. And so there's people in heaven, guys, that, man, they watch what we do. And they're cheering us on up there. Now look what he goes on to say. And let us, who us, me and you, lay aside every weight. Now the weight he can talk about is anything we do in life that becomes a priority above God. And he tells us right here, you got to lay aside every weight. What happens with the weight? It's designed to bring us down. He said, lay aside every weight and the sin. And the sin. I'll tell you guys, when you got sin in your life, you got to ask the Lord to forgive you that, but get away from that. What is, what is so wrong with sin, guys? Well, the Bible says in Romans 6, 23, the wages of sin is death. And anytime, guys, we operate in sin, it's going to take you down. And so he gives us two insight right here. And he said, lay aside every weight and the sin which swat so easily ensnares us or entraps us. Now, I believe both of these things are designed to stunt our growth spiritually. To keep you from going forward. So he gives us some warnings here. Now he keeps going and he says. And let us run with endurance. Let us run with endurance. With perseverance or, or a steadfastness. The race that is set before us. And so when you look at the word endures. Let us run. That means there's got to be a faithfulness in us guys. Even the word run. To run on a daily basis, you're going to have to be faithful. And there may be days in your life where you say, I don't want to run. But this is where you get this on the inside of you. And, and the faithfulness will help you keep going. See, how I finish in life is more important than how I start. For every one of us in here. And to finish requires that not only you, you finish well, you're going to have to live well. A, a, a spirit in me that says, I'm going to finish. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to quit. Some of the words that describe faithful are to be disciplined, to be diligent, and to be obedient. Now that's why the Lord said through the prophet there, he said, obedience is better than sacrifice. Once again, I've got to be faithful in my life to continually obey God. Now, if you've had a history in your life of quitting or giving up, man, start saying, okay, Lord, help me not only to live faithful, but to be faithful, to keep going on, on over and over again. Uh, verse 2 of that same chapter. Looking, looking, and the word signifies an undivided attention. Looking unto Jesus, the author, the originator, and the finisher, the perfecter of our faith. Looking unto Jesus. Now, when you read that about Jesus, guys, Jesus was faithful until he finished his journey on here on earth. I mean, he went to the end when he died. God, say, And so he's telling us, you're looking at someone who was faithful to the end. And not only is Jesus faithful to the end in his journey on this life, he's faithful right now. The Bible says that he's seated at the right hand of the Father making intercession for me and you. He's still faithful. He's still going on. He, he doesn't give up. 
And so many times in our life, guys, we got to understand that the people on this earth that have succeeded in life, they had to walk with a faithfulness. Moses, guys, for 40 years he was on the backside of the wilderness and he kept just being faithful. You can look at Joseph. You're talking about faithful? Even when his brothers turned on him, even when he went to, to, to be a, a slave for Potiphar, when he was thrown into prison, he continued to do what was right in difficult times. Think about King David, guys. At the age of 17, he's, he's anointed to be the next king of Israel. But that didn't mean it was just going to happen overnight. God said, I'm going to have to develop some faithfulness with you. And so you know where he started out? He had to be faithful with the sheep. That wasn't a real prestigious job. But he remained faithful there. And he continued to remain faithful. And he was faithful when he was Saul's armor bearer. See, too many times in our life right now, guys, we want to take shortcuts. There are no shortcuts in life. You know, you don't go in and get a new job and, and they make you the CEO overnight. You start down here and you're faithful even in the little things and you keep going and you keep going and you keep going. See, it's, it's very easy to, to look at where other people are in life but have no consideration of what they've done to get there. I mean, it's easier for us to say, well, I would like to be that and I would like to be this. And I would like to do that. But once again, do you know what people have done to get there? And you know what it is? Faithfulness. They didn't quit. They kept going on and they kept going on. And, and to be faithful, guys, you're going to have to be committed. You know what the Song of Solomon chapter 2 verse 15 says? It says, it's the little foxes that spoil or ruin the vine. It's those little things that put you over or put you under. It's those little things that we do or don't do. And so let me ask you something. Do you compromise your commitments? Do you compromise being faithful? Now, I'm going to tell you, it's going to get real quiet in here. Turn with me to the book of 2 Timothy chapter 2, 2 Timothy 2. Now, let me give you a definition of faithfulness. It means being shaped and polished. Being shaped and being polished. That means not just showing up and not going through the motions, but being shaped and being polished. Now, years ago in my life, the Lord told me, He said, I'm going to start helping you develop faithfulness in your life, even in the little areas. And it was like the Lord was saying, I want to promote you, but you better get a hold of this. And so there were times I knew he was beginning to shape me and to polish me. It wasn't always pleasant, guys, and I didn't always rejoice at it either. Uh, 2 Timothy, chapter 2 is where I told you to go, didn't I? Look with me in verse 11. This is a faithful saying. The message says, this is a sure thing. For if we died with Christ, we also shall live with him. If we endure, if we stick it out, listen to this, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him or turn our backs, he will also turn his back on us. Now listen, if we are faithless, if we give up, he 
remains faithful. Understand that, guys. Even if we're faithless, God, and, and, and he remains faithful in every area of our lives. And so this tells me, guys, God never changes. No matter what I do, he is faithful. Now, a lot of times people will say this, so I can just do whatever I want then. Wrong. That's not what he's telling us there. But many times that's the way we look at it. Now, I believe right here he's trying to tell us, you got to catch my heart in this. And he ends with this. He cannot deny himself. He cannot deny his nature. He can't deny his word and his character. So when God says right here, I'm faithful, he means it. Malachi 3.6, it says he cannot change. Hebrews 13, 8 says he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So I believe he's telling us, I must get this. And I can't allow what other people do or don't do to affect me. Can't do that, guys. Now look back at to Matthew chapter 24. Matthew chapter 24. Faithful guys is being consistent, it's stability. Doing what I'm supposed to and finishing. Faithfulness means I, I, I do what's right just because it's right. Matthew chapter 24. Start with me in verse 45. He says then, Who then is a faithful and a wise servant? Who's qualified in this area? Whom his master made ruler over his household to give them food in due season. Now, I believe he's talking about a person that becomes very responsible. He says this in, in, in verse 46. Blessed. That word blessed means happy, fortunate, and to be envied. How do I get blessed in this situation? Blessed is that servant. Whom his master, when he comes, will find him so doing. He will find him doing. The message says, when the master comes unannounced, he always finds him doing. Now, this is big for every one of us. That I learn to do, even when, when people aren't around even when my boss isn't around. And this is some of the areas of my life that God began to work on me. And I believe he, he's trying to mold every one of us where we understand this. Faithfulness, even in the small areas, those little foxes, equals promotion. Now the Lord began to deal with me in so many areas years ago. And he said, I want you to start being faithful to be on time at work. I wasn't real thrilled about that always. I was like, you've got to be kidding. And, and the Lord was like speaking and saying, listen, I want you to get a hold of this. This is very important. And so uh, probably the last 10 years, I worked at a utility company almost 20 years. The last 10 years, guys, almost every morning, I was the first one there. I would get there about 20 minutes to late. I would get all my orders ready, guys, and at 8 o'clock, I was out the door. I was gone. And many times when I'd leave our office, I would see guys still on their way to work. They were coming when I was already going. Now, 
Here's the key with faithfulness, guys. I can't do this to please men. I can't do this to impress Bob. It's got to be saying, Father God, I'm doing this to you. And there are many days, guys, I would say this out of my mouth. It's not fair. It's not fair. I don't want, and God said, listen, my, my, my standards aren't man's standards. I want you to learn to be faithful. And he said this, you work hard even when no one sees but me. And many times, guys, I would begin to complain and I'd say, Father God, it's not fair. These other guys make more money than me and they don't do jack. They're lazy. They don't show. And so guess what? Once again, I'm saying I want my approval for man instead of doing it under the Lord. And so he begins to work on me in, in, in faithfulness and be faithful and being faithful. And part of the faithfulness, even in my life, was, was living with integrity. That he would say, you be faithful in telling the truth. And man, sometimes you'd think, man, Lord, you ask a lot out of me. But once again, just like right here, he said, he finds him so doing. And there was a situation I went into that one of my, my jobs I did, I would have to go way out in the country. 20 minutes out there and 20 minutes back. That's if the roads were clear. And it was this massive meter, guys, and it was a backup meter, so it never had any consumption on it. So for years, you know, you knew it read the same thing forever, and so, man, when you got out there, you had to go down the dirt roads, you had to open three or four gates because there were cattle everywhere, so you had to get out, open the gate, drive through, lock it. That's torture, isn't it? And the Lord would say, I'm going to teach you faithfulness, buddy. You do what's right, okay? And so then you would get to this big well. You would have to unlock this gate. You would go into this area, and it had a big pit. And you had to remove these three massive pieces of steel to get into that pit. Now, once you got to the pit, you had to jump, jump down in there. And it was, oh, about 8 to 10 foot. And one day I jumped down in there. And the minute I got down in there, I heard this. And I knew it was a rattlesnake, man. I mean, you guys who think white men can't jump, I jumped that day, man. I'm telling you, all right, I jumped. I got out of there. So this one day, I thought, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to drive out there and waste all my time and even look at that. I know what the meter reads. So some things happened, some complications, and it backfired on me. And so they called me into the office and they started asking me questions about that meter. And right there, I knew, I knew I'd been out there enough, I could bluff my way to it. And the Lord said, are you going to be faithful even with your integrity? Are you going to be faithful to tell the truth there? And so I realized, you know what? I can tell the truth and there may see some consequences. And so you know what I did? I looked and golly, God, God was saying, listen, buddy, I'm shaping you. I'm polishing you. If you lie about these little things, what else will you lie about? And I mean, the Lord is me poking me and dealing with my heart. And I'm squirming like, oh my God, what do I do? And so I looked and I said to the, the lady boss of mine, I said, I didn't go out there and read it. And she looked at me. And I said, I was wrong. And I said, you know what I'm going to do today at 5 o'clock when everybody goes home? I'll drive out there on my own time, and I'll read it. And so once again, 
when promotion came up, guys, it wasn't hard for me to be promoted because they'll, they'll see in those little areas. If you'll tell the truth in that, but when I start lying about even the little things, and so right here when he says, he finds him so doing, not only doing the work, but doing the truth, doing the things of God. And he goes on to say in verse 47, Assuredly I say to you that he will make him ruler over all the goods that God would make him ruler. And so once again, when I'm faithful in doing what God asked me to do, he promotes me. But there's going to be some shaping. There's going to be some, some, some polishing on you to get you ready. And that's what God says, I'm working on you. I'm working on you. Now, I had bigger dreams, guys. And from the age of 21, I think I'm going to go into the ministry. I don't go into the ministry until I'm 40 years old. You know why? Because God had a lot of polishing and shaping to do on me. But you know what? I look back and I thank God. Thank the Lord that he kept working on me. And I'd yield, and then sometimes I'd bill it. It's not right, Father God. It's not right. You know, I have a mama who's very, very faithful to pray. I'm going to say that. I don't know who this is to in here, but I know I'm getting off a little bit. But my mom is, is very faithful. In James 5, it says, The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. It benefits much. Now, growing up, guys, I, I had good parents. I really did. I had a good mom and good dad. But me and my brother, guys, we were, we were terrorists. We were knuckles. I'm telling you guys, you talk, not just one, but both of us. I mean, I, you know, sometimes you get one bad up. But, man, my mom got two. And it, it was ugly, the stuff we did. But I saw my mom remain faithful. And the thing is, with every one of us in this room, you remain faithful and you just pray and you pray. Because listen, you can't change anybody. Only God can. But when you be right, become faithful and keep there becomes change. And because the faithfulness of my mother's prayers, there's two of us in the ministry, guys. Now you talk about freaking the people out at family reunions when me and him stroll in now. They're like, what happened to you guys? My mom prayed. <laughs> Remain faithful, guys. Don't give up even in those areas. Just keep faithful and keep praying, okay? Keep standing. Now turn over a couple pages right there to Matthew chapter 25. Matthew chapter 25. Verse 14. You know, Proverbs 18, 16 says, A man's gift will make room for him. A man's gift will make room for him. I believe it will when you remain faithful. When you keep being faithful, God, God will move. Your gift, he'll put you in a position. Matthew 25, verse 14. For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. He entrusted them with goods and abilities. He entrusted them with, with what I just read there as far as a man's gifts will make room for him. Verse 15. And to one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to each according to his own ability, and immediately he went on a journey. Now to every one of them, he gave them something. He gave them something, and he said, okay, boys, I'm going to allow you to be responsible for what I gave you. Verse 16. Then he who had received the five talents went and traded with them, and he made another five talents. Now you know what this tells me? He went to work. 
He was faithful with, with what God had given him. He did something with it. Verse 17, and likewise he had received two, gained two more also. But he who had received one went and dug in the ground and hid his money. He didn't do nothing, guys. He wasn't faithful with what Father God had given him is what this is telling me. And, I mean, when I read that, I have to ask myself this question. Is my life full of projects and assignments that have never been completed? Because God is not going to promote us until we get those, those assignments done. That we've got to finish them. We've got to keep going. I don't care where you're at in this. Now look what he goes on to say, verse 20. So he who had received five talents came and brought five other talents and said, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I've gained five more talents beside them. You know what this shows me right here? With what God gave him, he was faithful. And he not only gave him the five, he gave him five more. So you know what the Lord did? Because of your faithfulness, I promoted you. Faithfulness will promote every one of us. And look at what the Lord said to him in verse 21. And his Lord said to him, well done, what? Good and faithful. Why did he call him good and faithful? Because he said here, you were faithful over a few things, and I will make you ruler over many things. Woo, that's a powerful, guys. When I begin to see what he, he says here, i got to remain faithful. And some of you wonder why you're never promoted. It's because you probably hadn't been faithful. Think about this, guys. When you got an opportunity to do what's right and to be blessed and, and faithful, think, oh, man, God's polishing me. God's shaping me. He's shaping me. Now, once again, you never know what people have done to get there, where they're at. You know, back in 2000, the Lord spoke to our heart and, we had an opportunity to start a Bible study here. So this thing called Faith Christian Family Church started with a Bible study in 2000. And that first Sunday, we had a whopping six adults there. But oh, it was a happy day. At the end of that month in July, July of 2000, we'd gotten up to, to almost 30 in that little duplex. So we had to rent a building. And it was like the Lord was saying to me, he said, if you'll be faithful with the six, then I can trust you with the 27. And if you'll be faithful with the 27, I'll move you up. So we keep doing this, guys, and we rent a, we rent a room right over here at the Holiday Inn. And it was tough being faithful. You know why? Every week we had to tear up all our sound and then tear it down. And so it was an adventure. And then we moved to another building, and we kept growing, and I kept hearing the Lord saying, if you're faithful with this much, you'll be faithful with this too. I'll keep moving you. I'll keep moving you. Now, a lot of you don't know this, but for the first three years of this church's existence, me and Shelly both lived in Clovis still. And so for three years, every weekend, we would commute back and forth to Clovis. Now, we both continued our full-time jobs. I worked at that utility company. She was a school teacher. We would work all week, and then usually Friday evening or Saturday morning, we would come over here. I would get back home fr uh, Sunday afternoons about 4, and then I'd begin it all over again. And the Lord kept saying, are you going to be faithful? 
Are you going to be faithful? And for the first three years of that, that, that existence of this church, we never took one dime of money. We just kept serving God and we kept serving God. And I have people say a lot of times, I'd like to do what you're doing. Well, do you want to do what I've or gone through what I've done to get there? See, a lot of people don't know. I'll have a young guy who will be at the Men of Iron. He's about 28. He's half brain dead, I believe, at times. Just my opinion. But every year he'll poke me in the chest. You know what he'll say? You better enjoy speaking this year at the Men of Iron because he said, I'm going to take your place next year. And I look at him and think, dude, you don't know what I've gone through to get here. And see, that's what happens with many people in positions. You don't become a retired lieutenant colonel except by being faithful. Who are you talking about? I'm talking about Matt Robbins. And so each one of us, guys, wherever you're at in life, enjoy the journey. I'm not telling you that to brag on me. I'm just telling you guys, I've had to learn faithfulness. And I've had to learn to keep praying and keep praying. In those years when I lived in Clovis, guys, I would get off work at 5 o'clock. And I didn't have time to pray like I do now. I had to work all day at that other job. But I would go out in my backyard from 5 to 5.30 and I'd pray over the church. And the Lord said, can you be faithful in this area? It's easy for me to come up here on Tuesday nights now and pray. I mean, we, we've been here now for 10 years, and I don't know that we've ever missed a Tuesday night of Tuesday night prayer because why? If you're faithful in the little, you'll be faithful in the much. God's looking for ones that'll be faithful. That's why we've got to have this. Even your boss, you know, our business owners, one of their greatest things they say right now, especially, we just need employees that are faithful. Describe faithful. That they'll be on time, they'll work hard, and I don't have to babysit them. That's big. Because every one of us in here, we want promotion. We want to make as much as we can, but the mentality of Americans right now is to do as little as possible. We've got to change that, guys. And say, okay, Father God, I'm going to start doing this unto you. Even when I don't feel like it. One more scripture, Luke chapter 16. Luke chapter 16. Well done, good and faithful servant. Well done. You were faithful in a few things. I'll make you ruler over much. I like that, guys. And you know what I found out about God? He's no respecter of persons. The very things he did for King David, he'll do for me and you. But I'm going to tell you guys, I've got to be faithful just like those guys were. Faithful, 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 faithful. Luke 16, verse 10. Get there. He who is faithful in what is least, those little bitty foxes, those little bitty things, he who is faithful in what is least is also faithful in must. Now, you know what this least is? This least that he's talking about is a prerequisite to promotion. He tells me right there, if you're faithful in the least, these little bitty things, You'll be faithful with the much. If you're faithful in mowing the lawn in the little areas, you'll be faithful in the big areas. If you're, and see, this is what the Lord does. He says, you know what I'm doing? I'm shaping you and I'm polishing you. Why? Because I want to promote you. He goes on to say, and he who is unjust as what is least is also unjust in much. The little things, the little things, the little things, little things. And some of you say, yeah, but I got big problems. You know why you got big problems? Because you didn't do the little things. So you know what we got to do? we got to back up. 
and start saying, okay, I can't change yesterday. Yesterday is over. Tomorrow's not here. So I got, all I got is today. Let my today's count. Be faithful. Verse 11. Therefore, if you've not been faithful in unrighteous mammon, who will commit to you the tr- uh, your trust to the true riches? Verse 12. And if you've not been faithful in what is another man's, who will give you what is your own? Do you know what I see right there? If you're faithful in small jobs, you'll be faithful in big jobs. If you're faithful in telling the truth, even with those little bitty white lies, you'll be faithful in telling the truth in big things. But I can't reverse it and think, I'm going to be faithful when I get up. That's not going to happen, guys. And so understand, once again, every one of us in here, we're in training grounds. And every time we do what's right in the area of faithfulness, I'm going to tell you, God says, you're moving forward. You're moving forward. You're moving forward. Even in the little things. Even when you show up to work on time and everybody else is late. And there's no consequences. See, that used to tick me off. I'd say, it's not right. They come in whenever they want and nothing happens. You know what? They live differently than us. I live before the kingdom of God. I live before God and say, okay, Father God, I'm going to start doing it in your sight. And hear the words of well done, good and faithful servant. Faithful, faithful, faithful. I believe this is one of the greatest fruits that's needed right now. I'm telling you, I really do believe that. And so I believe if you'll go to work, and be on to work hard, be a blessing. Be a blessing, man. I mean, work hard and just say, I want to be a blessing today. And God rewards faithfulness. All right, let's pray. Well, you guys got quiet in here. This must have been really working on you.